Did they explain why they denied you? Irregardless of what we did, if we served our country, that was there for us. Welcome to Radio Irregardless, your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. Now please welcome to the Internet Airwaves. Really? Internet Airwaves? It's okay, you can just do it. It's just just say Internet Airwaves. It sounds really cool. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just not. Internet Airwaves. Okay then. Please welcome to the Internet Airwaves, Mark Scalia. And welcome to Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And uh, I'm already having a good time. I don't know. I'm <laughs> just already having a good time with you guys. This is your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. And again, I am your host to have some fun with. So that's what we're going to do. And as always, uh, there are three ways you can listen to this amazing broadcast, if I do say so myself. You can listen, one, as you're probably doing right now. You're listening live through my website, markscalia.com. And if you, you want to be part of the show, you just click the box you're listening to, and it will send you over to our broadcasting site, which is Mixler, M-I-X-L-R.com. And then you sign in using a Facebook or another email address. And then you can live chat. And speaking of live chatting, there's a bunch of people I know, and there's a bunch of people I don't know, and the list is getting longer and longer. And maybe it's just the Mixler app, but there is... Uh, I can identify six of you, I think. And then, of course, the third way you can listen is if you don't have the time to listen to us live, which some people don't, you can listen to, because once the show is done, it's uploaded to a podcast format. You can listen through iTunes and download it and listen to it as you choose or as you do or as you want, as you do. I did say as you do, which isn't my thing. It's it's Brendan's thing. No, it's like you do. That's what it is. It's like you do. Like like you dink you dink you do so we're gonna start the show as we always do with the happening now monologue everything that happens now is happening now what happened to then that's when just now we're at now now go back to then when? now 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 i can't why we missed it when just now when will then be now soon and as part of the uh, Happening Now monologue, what I do is I try to bring you guys up to speed in our, our week apart. And there's been a few things going on. My back, <laughs> and this might be the last time I talk about it, uh, I have a final appointment on Friday with um, a physician's assistant. And uh, he's maybe the guy who's going to inject me with creatine or lanocaine or solocaine or I don't know what it is. He's gonna. He might be the guy to give me some of that, you know, cortisone shot in my back. So I finally, um, I finally don't exist in a daily pain regiment, which it's it's really painful, and I'm I'm so used to it now that it actually doesn't feel as bad sometimes, which is bad. But I found this really cool sports gel. The sports gel has actually worked pretty well. My wife has it uh, now. I'm gonna buy it online. It's probably from China, and it's got you know humans in it i don't know but it works and i don't give a shit and china's good they're changing up their policies so it's working out nice for everybody 
So hopefully by the next time we speak, my back will be in much better shape. And uh, I need to get my back in shape for a bunch of different reasons. One, the Salem Christmas Carol, the Salem Trolley, is starting in about three weeks, probably slightly less. And I've got to be Scrooge. And Scrooge, as you may or may not know, hunches a lot. He's got terrible posture. And that's going to wreak havoc on my back. So I got to get I got a little got to get a little better with that. So uh, I'm working on that. So uh, cream of some young guy. Stop it with these fucking people. I, I swear I should not read the comments half the time. I've got to get my back better for that. And then I started growing my beard. So it's been about a week, not even a week. So uh, I'll be having my full-blown beard, and then I'll cut out my sideburns so I don't look like a you know Wolverine for the month of November. What's this? Like a moth to a flame. You can't help but read these comments. Fuck you, ass. He fucking tricked me. He tricked me. He fucking tricked me in reading. And speaking of getting in shape and doing all this, Halloween was a lot of fun. We totally, uh, totally went through Halloween. Jigsaw had all his um, his games and stuff like that. And last week, I, I did not get to everything I wanted to. But what I did is I, I fixed it. So uh, after I end the, end the monologue, I'll play the Killer Poker game which you can actually listen to online. It's on YouTube, and it's in last week's episode as well. So, But I might play it during this show because I thought it was really funny, and it came out good. What else? Oh, this. And this is for um, this is for all the comics that usually listen to the show. And uh, you guys may know I have a lot of comics that come on the show. I'm a comic. I have actors and musicians, and we got a lot of special guests coming up because there's only about three or four shows left for the season, for the rest of the for the rest of the year, I should say, and a lot of things happening. The Salem Comedy and Spirits Festival that's going to be in Salem, Mass, and that is definitely happening in January. And I think starting tomorrow, I'm going to start advertising for comics. And the best part about the comic, uh, it's not a competition; it's just to showcase a lot of comics. And with other competitions, what other festivals you have to pay money to submit. This festival is going to actually act a little bit kind of the reverse, where it's free to submit. Now, all you got to do is submit headshot, resume, if you have one, and a comedy link, and it's got to be at least six minutes. And then what happens is myself and like four other people are going to be evaluating all the clips to find out what comics may qualify and then what rooms they're probably going to be able to play because I have a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and a Sunday. It's going to be about 20 hopefully about 20 comics, 25 comics. So it's a tight little window. But if you do get accepted, instead of paying the, the uh, submission money up front, which everybody would do, uh, but, and then you know I sit here and go, <laughs> counting money. What I do is I just say, look, there's a $40 entrance fee, which covers your T-shirt, your lanyard, and admission to all the clubs. And it's going to be a fantastic kind of thing. And the, the show is going to be great. And I'm very excited about it. So that's all the stuff I got coming up now. I know I'm running a little late because I had a little bit, <laughs> a little, little bit of a song issue. But I want to play a quick game with you guys, and we haven't played this in a little bit, and I definitely want to play it with my audience. Hey, um, this is a game called Cover Me. Cover Me. Now, a lot of times people will cover a song and you guys may go oh i love that song but you may or may not know there was an original at some point so i like to play this quick little game it's more of a bringing up the speed kind of game it's not really a game game but it's kind of an interesting thing and uh we're gonna start the first one with this little ditty from 1982 yeah you guys remember you might remember this one 
Yeah, Jason got it right with Pretty Woman. Yes, he did. Now, this is Van Halen singing Pretty Woman. But do you know that this song in 1982, which I used to walk the beach, Revere Beach, blaring this on a boombox when it was a big club scene and I was into the more rock thing? Yes, it was 1965 was the original by Roy the Boy Orbison. Now you play it like that DJ in the 50s. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Roy the Boy Orbison with Oh Pretty Woman. little bit of trivia. Roy Orbison, not a good-looking guy, but somebody fucked him. <laughs> That's just out there. This next one, you guys might you might you might remember this. Again, early 80s, 1984. See if you know this one. Let me say the same. <laughs> Since we've been together. Oh, yes. Loving you forever. Yes. Anybody know this one? Come on. Get a little Thunderdome action with this, baby. Let me be the one you come around. It is Tina. It's Tina Turner from 1984. Let's stay together. Yeah, I'll jump to it. Oh, Chris Chris got it. Yeah, Chris ever got me. Yes, but did you know the original was done 12 years earlier by this dude? This guy got everybody laid when you listen... Look, I'm getting laid right now. I'm going to buy myself. I'm so in love with you. If you can't get laid to this song, you get some problems. What do you mean Marvin Gaye? No, it's Al Green. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's candles lit all over the place. Yeah, there are. Get me some of that. Mm. This motherfucker will tell you anything to get laid. It's like. <laughs> so it's all right. So, but that's the original. And of course, again, early 80s, you might remember this one. Former lead singer of Genesis. Now, the move is, by the way, this is the move. It's a clap, but you can go like this. And it goes left hand, right hand, left hand, right hand, left hand, right hand, like that. Like <laughs> But that's not the original. The original was back in 1966, and Jason got it right with You Can't Hurry Love by the You Can't Hurry Love by the Supremes. This one's more of an overbite. And a shoulder shimmy. And here we go. Now, this is one of these questions you got to ask yourself. Why the fuck did Phil Collins redo that song? That's the, that's the point. Why would you? I don't know why you would do that. But who am I to question? The annals of history. 
I'm going to take a break. That's what I'm going to do. And ladies and gentlemen, why not? Um, when we come back from our first break, we will get to have a really fun interview with this next guy. I've actually worked with a, a bunch of times. Really funny guy, making a huge name for himself. Uh, it is Kenny Ramey. We'll get into that. So you're listening to Radio Irregardless, and we'll be back in about five minutes. Enjoy the enjoy the bit, guys. It's great to see you all for the annual poker game. It's going to be a very busy weekend for everyone, so it'll be nice to have some downtime with each other. Chucky, did you bring the chips? I brought the salsa. It's legendary. Well, Pinhead, I brought the pretzels. Who ever heard of pretzels and salsa? Nobody told me there'd be salsa. You know that Ghostface and I are gluten-free. And I'm vegan. You can still eat pretzels, Jigsaw. No, I can't. I'm raw as well. There's plenty of food for everyone. Besides, I was talking about poker chips. Michael and Jason should be here soon. Let's just count out all the chips. Is there a buy-in? Yes, $20. I may be a little short. How much do you need, Jiggy? $20. What the fuck? Language, Charles. You may be a killer, but you don't have to be a savage. I know you're all zen now, but some of us still lose their patience. You might want to try meditation. I listen to an MP3 of a brook in a meadow. That sounds nice. I wish I had the time. Hey, Michael, Jason, what's new, guys? Right. Well, come in, take a seat. We just started. Jason, did I hear that you just got a book deal? from Starbucks? No, Target. I'm still on eHarmony. I think I should change my profile pic. Christian Mingle seems to work well. Let me see your profile. Dude, you don't use that one. It looks like you photoshopped your ex out of the picture. I did. It's the only one of me smiling. No phones at the game, man. Is that your old lady? Come on, guys, really? Hey, Jason. Did you do those webisodes where you prank the guys fishing? That was epic, man. Are we playing or not? I'll deal. Can I get a cut? Very funny, asshole. Frederick. Sorry, Ghost, but Chucky's being a dick. You can take it. It's just a little slice. This sweater was a gift. Guys, can we just play? I feel lucky. 
Jason. Jason, how many cards do you want? No, I can't give you five. No. How many? Oh, why don't you just say how many? Dude, I'm sorry. J Jason, just explain to me. Come on, guys. I didn't read. Oh. Not cool, Charles. You know they're sensitive about their speech impediments. Look, guys. Not that I want to. But I just got a text from the Target girl. And she wants to hook up tonight. I told you. I felt lucky. Enjoy the holiday. What the fuck? He took my 20. Get back here, Jigsaw! Language! Well, this was fun. There's only the three of us now. And he went up for hearts. What the fuck, Pinhead? I couldn't help it. Language! And you're back at Radio We're Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia, and joining me via the Skype line, the aforementioned, very funny, Mr. Kenny Ramey. Hey, Mark, how you doing today? There he is. I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm. Uh, I know we're we're running a little longer than we should, but uh, I uh, I really had a lot of fun with that last week, and I didn't get to play it live, so I wanted to play it live. Let's talk about you, man. How you been? Uh, I've been doing great. Yeah, I've been doing great. Yeah, the last time I saw you, you were actually in my neck of the woods down the street in Danvers at the uh, Onion Town Grill. Yeah, I had a had a great time uh, doing the uh, the contest down there for funniest man in Onion Town. <laughs> funniest is that what they called it? Funniest man. I, I believe that's what the crown was for. And did you make it? Uh, no, unfortunately, I didn't. Sorry, I don't know. I don't know if I want to be the funniest man in Onion Town. I don't know what kind of credentials you really need to be, you know, Onion Town. It sounds like a Dr. Seuss village. It really does. It beats being the uh, best turnip in town. The so. best turnip. In, <laughs> what enough about that? So uh, you uh, you were you down the street, but you've been at comedy. How long have you been doing it? Because I don't know. Because I met you like what, maybe six months ago, three months ago. Yeah, we uh, we met up at uh, Panucci's. Um, That's it. To- yeah, during Jay uh, Jay Groves, uh, what is it? Race to the five hundred, or yeah, or something like that. The but. knife fight to the three hundred, or something. <laughs> <laughs> like I told you, I'm bad. Yeah, bad no, no, games. that's that that's a rough room, man. You can get laughs in that room. You're, it's a tough room, and I've played a lot of tough rooms, and that is a that is a knife fight. But when I did do it, I had a ton of fun, so I can't complain too much. But yeah, it, it was uh, it's good because it if you can get a chuckle. <laughs> you, you you probably have a damn good joke. Yeah, you don't feel like killing yourself on the way home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's a you... long. That's a, that's still a long drive for me. Well, where are you? Where are you out of? Think. I, I'm in Salem, New Hampshire. Yeah, you're only what about a half an hour though. That's not that bad to Concord. Yeah, so it's a lot of uh, open road and trees. You can kind of get lost in your thoughts going oh. up there. <laughs> is it is that a dangerous place for you? <laughs> it is in my mind, of course. <laughs> But, but, uh, but how long you been at it, man? I actually started doing uh, some open mics at uh, Rosario's in back in December. 
of uh, 2014. So it hasn't even been a full year yet. Oh my God. Good bless you. Oh, you fucking punks. <laughs> yeah. I'm, fucking punks. Everyone just... tells me the, the first year is the worst. And then, then the second year is even worse than that. Yeah. And the third year. <laughs> then you're like, I've wasted three years doing this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, man, you get a lot of funny stuff. Here's the thing. If you want to follow Kenny, you can free stalk him. He's Kenny Ramey and it's R-A-M-E-Y. On Facebook, he's you can find him at Kenny Ramey, and on Twitter, he's at KJRam87. KJRam, that's KRam. Really you, not known for my originality. Well, if you dated <laughs> your, if you dated yourself, it would be KRam. <laughs> you're not married. You know, it's actually a f- quick funny story. I, I'm I'm really glad that you're pronouncing my last name correctly because normally people are like, "Oh, is it Ram me?" <laughs> no. it's Yes, but yes. I would, but no, it's if you're, a ch- if you're a chick, it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why would they say it's Rammy? Um, simple, just being simple, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. No, if I, it was, if it w- if there was no e in it, then I could see it being Rammy. Yeah, well, it'd like, be Rammy or something. Yeah, yeah like I, well, don't, I don't know. For the longest time, I was uh, teachers were calling me uh, Ramsey. It's like there's no s in there at all. How are you fucking this up? <laughs> Fucking this stupid. That's so fucking stupid. Oh, not long, not for a long time there, Mark. Oh, Remy. Yeah. Oh, you, yeah. you got to forgive some of the type, the uh, online chatters. There is a delay. So it's can't, car ramrod. Now people are just fucking typing anything. They're on a delay. So it, what our conversation makes sense, like, like 10 seconds later they hear it and then they're like i'm gonna write something that's funny so then five seconds later i read it so now i'm almost 20 seconds late going what the fuck does that mean i have no idea yeah so and, uh, mark do me a favor shoot. Uh, don't take any shit from uh m o'hara 87 that's my buddy matt and he's in miami right now oh nice and warm so well, i'll talk him. i'll talk slower <laughs> miami i hate miami i really do I flew into the. Have you ever flown into the Miami airport? No, I've only gone as far as Orlando. Oh, it fucking Miami's a knife fight, dude. It the the car. I I talked about this months ago when I did a gig down there. It's the car rental place is in a like a separate like subdivision, and it takes you. It's a fifteen minute walk in the esc and there's moving sidewalks, and it still takes you fifteen minutes to get there. And it's in a comp. It's like it's in a fortress. Like you expect, you know, Superman to be living somewhere in it and, the, you know, big doctor, you know, doom helmet and stuff like that. Jason says he doesn't like Miami either. It's, it's terrible. Not here by choice. Fucking disaster. <laughs> what is it? What, did the feds not relocate you in a d- desirable location? <laughs> oh, I just I don't want to be in Florida because it sucks. Really? You killed a man. Let's just put you where, I, where, where people aren't going to be looking for you. <laughs> oh, but yeah, well, you, you can't really complain. I mean, it's been, it was 70, it's been 70 degrees all week and it's going to be 70 degrees all the way to Sunday. Oh it, yeah. It's oh, insane. Yeah. We're definitely going to get spoiled for a few more days here. Oh, I hope so because we, I hope it's warm all the way through Christmas. I hope I'm sweating in my Scrooge costume. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you this. I, I could do with no snow like ever again. I, 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 nobody says the S word. I mean, it's the internet and you can say pretty much anything you want, but on my show, nobody says the S word. So. <laughs> Uh, so are you uh, now? You I actually said Rami. I, for some reason, I thought there was a uh, something that made me trigger. Are you married? Oh, chick, something like that. You're not married, are you? Oh God, no. Okay, no, I haven't. 
We made that mistake yet. No, it's not a mistake. Come on, man. I'm married. I love being married. I really do. Instead of dating a bunch of different people where your your mind is all over the place and you can't remember this and you might forget that, you have one person to fucking yell at constantly. It focuses all the anger <laughs> in one place. <laughs> so how, how old are you, man? Because you're young, too. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I'm still uh, still in my twenties, uh, twenty eight years old. Fucking sicken me, fucking sicken me. I want to kill all of you. Ah, oh, fucking lucky, just doing your shit, man. Uh, what got you into it? Well, I've always uh, I've always loved you know stand up comedy. Uh, I've always been a huge fan, even being a young kid. But it wasn't until my buddy uh, Chris Gagney, you know Chris. Yeah. Um, now Chris has been a guest of the show. We had a fun time on the show. Yeah, he uh, and he's uh, he's great. He's actually, I see he's listening in right now. Yep. So don't get your head too inflated by this. But <laughs> no, he invited me down to Rosario's uh, in Methuen, Mass, uh, for an open mic, and he didn't stop harassing me until I actually went up there and tried it out and loved it and haven't stopped since. Nice. Yeah. And Chris was telling me he uh, I didn't know this. He got in a he got in a car accident. Like he almost got killed by a dump truck. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that happened. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty- <laughs> and I was like, dude, I you're you're on my show, and I didn't know about. It. He showed me pictures. Now you haven't had anything that traumatic, have you? No, I, I got uh, got rear-ended on the side of ninety five. <laughs> that was a that was a completely different scenario. Yeah, <laughs> Rammy got rammed on the fucking <laughs> <laughs> wah wah wah. <laughs> so- Fuck. So I'll tell you what, man. I got a lot of stuff to do, and I want to ca- I want to catch up with you a little bit more because we're going to be shooting the shit. And what's this? Ha ha ha! Tell the truth, Kenny. Oh, this is- <laughs> you're being you're being attacked by all these people. You stole my car. That's why Justin is. Oh, oh, that's actually uh, that's actually a decent story. <laughs> Shoot, now I'm curious. Yeah, that's uh, that's my buddy Justin. Uh, he's actually in uh, Tennessee now. Uh, another guy. <laughs> you got a lot of he fucking was- friends all over the place, man. You know. <laughs> Yeah, well, they're they're actually relocating for me. I'm t- that's, that's what it is. <laughs> Just scattering them across the country. It's like I can't get far <laughs> enough away. But it's it's actually not too far. Tell us the you stole my car story. Yeah, I wouldn't call it stealing. I would call it trying to help. I had good <laughs> intentions. Um, he was uh, 16, mm-hmm. just got his license. I was 15, and uh, we were driving up to Salisbury Beach in his like 86. Uh, Pontiac Firebird, and uh, the thing uh, broke hold, down hold on the side on, of the road. Hold on a second. First of all, don't like say it like that, because that was a hot car when I graduated high school. You're like, an 86 Pontiac Firebird. Fuck, you know, fuck you, Kenny. That was a hot <laughs> fucking car. That was a hot I mean, it was the chick version of a guys who drive Trans Ams, chicks who drive Firebirds. But anyway, it, I mean, yeah, it was kind of a pussy car. But anyway, finish your fucking story. <laughs> well, it's... <laughs> Well, if you actually saw this particular Firebird, you would have agreed with me. It actually had one of those, uh, like, stupid aftermarket hood ornaments from, like, Pet Boys. You know, it was just, like, all tricked out in, like, this cheap Walmart brand aftermarket stuff. It was, it was definitely not a chick magnet <laughs> at that point. Did it have T-tops? It did have T-tops. Of course it did. I love those, man. Just like all Pontiacs, eventually it broke down it on does. the side of the road. Pontiacs suck. <laughs> <laughs> I was giving you shit for that. Bonneville's like the best Pontiac ever made, but I was like, <clears throat> so it kept breaking down. Yeah, we broke down. Long story short, he's uh, he's a skinny guy, so we didn't have cell phones, so he just started running 
towards the next exit, the, you know, to get help. Yeah. Well, after a few minutes, I got bored because the radio didn't work. So I tried to start the car no. and it fired right back up. Oh, fuck. So I took off to find him. <laughs> About an hour and a half, maybe two hours later, I finally found him. <laughs> where, where, yeah, the, where the fuck was, did he go? That we, I don't know why Skinny has a... Was he skinny? Is he hard to find? <laughs> so why you no, said he was skinny? Well, off the highway, he took a left and I took a right. Oh, I get you. Okay. Yeah. And, and our paths didn't cross until like two hours later. Yeah. <laughs> And the, the worst part about it is we were going up there to meet people, and uh, they actually drove by us and didn't even stop to help. <laughs> Fucking so. typical asshole friends of that. I was the same yeah. way. I could be on fire. My buddies would be like, hey, that guy's all broke up. Fuck it. <laughs> what an asshole. <laughs> Just drive right by us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they uh, they honked. They waved. They, they made sure we saw them. Right. So after. Oh, they did. Fucking now they're total douchebags. So yeah. after the two hours when you found them, what happened? Um, well, he tried to hit me, um, <laughs> which is reasonable. It's, yeah, uh, it makes sense. But uh, we we ended up we ended up making uh, amends. Uh, I think I bought him a donut at Dunkin' Donuts or something <laughs> like that, and we uh, we yeah. finally got up to Salisbury, <sighs> and I saw our buddies that had left us behind, and uh, those guys we chased down and and we tuned them up a little uh, bit. Fuck! You bought him a donut, and he forgave you. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know the the way to a man's heart is their stomach. Right? Yeah. So, so what is it? Why did he think you stole his car? I mean, I guess technically it's stealing. technically by the letter of the law, it wasn't stealing because he left the keys in the car. So, well, even if he left the keys in a car, you still didn't steal it. But if you're using it without his permission, that's stealing. Were you using it well, without his permission? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I well, I didn't have a license at the time. Oh. So I, <laughs> It was the old West with fucking New Hampshire. Like, woohoo! I got no license and I'm 15. <laughs> yeah, actually, at, at one point, I actually, uh, you know, those like when you're on the highway, those like turnaround points that only cops and like emergency cars are supposed to use. Yeah. I didn't know that <laughs> at the time. And uh, definitely turned around in one of those. Oh, fuck. But yeah, it, that, that was scary. That was probably one of the scarier things I've done. So wait a minute, you were 15 in 86? Oh, no, no. I, this was, no, was, the car was in 86. Oh, the car was in 86. For some reason, I'm like, oh, my God. So what year was this then? Um, Jeez, 15. I must have been like a junior in high school. So this must have been, you know, like 04, 03. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, man, I told you. It's, Ugh, I got young. <laughs> I gotta take a break and take some liver pills at this point. You fucking these. You, I thought. See, you said '86, and I'm thinking, oh, that was me in '86 with T tops and stuff like that. I mean, because we had newer cars. Like that was fucking math is hard for Kenny. He says, <laughs> "What a dick." You know, so we're gonna juice up because I think we we're gonna figure out some funny things to say to Justin when we come back. And when we come back, Kenny, I want to play a game with you. It's gonna be a little tricky, and uh, we're gonna test your knowledge. How's that sound? Sounds great. Can't right. wait. You're going to have to wait about a minute. So there you go. You are <laughs> listening to Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia. And we'll be back. The Arabic Weather Report is brought to you by V8. Make sure you pick up enough V8 for Ramadan. You don't want to say, oh, I could have jihad a V8. I hope you are enjoying this Arab spring. 
Temperatures will remain cool tonight and there will be no ISIS on the road <laughs> because it's too warm. But really, be careful. It's pretty dangerous out there. Tomorrow is Throwback Thursday where we all wish we were back in Palestine. This has been the Arabic Weather Report. Welcome to another installment of Radio Irregardless's History. Soldiers from wars both old and new march down city streets. Flags hang from homes, businesses, even car antennas. Ceremonies remember those who dutifully served their nation. Get your hands off me. I served in the fictitious military. It's Veterans Day, or Remembrance Day, as it's known in much of the world. World War I, also known as the Great War, shocked the global community with its unprecedented toll in human life. Germany was running low on manpower and supplies, so they agreed to sign an armistice, or truce, in the French commander Ferdinand Foch's private rail car. Fascia is dead. Dead is Fascia. On the 11th hour, on the 11th day of the 11th month of 1918, all was quiet on the Western Front. Exactly one year later, President Woodrow Wilson decreed that Americans should observe a moment of silence at 11 a.m. to remember the armistice and to embrace the peace. Other Allied nations commemorated the peaceful anniversary as well. In England and Canada, citizens wore paper poppies. Poppies had become a symbol of the armistice. The poem, Flanders Field, described a one-time battlefield. Flanders tried to wreck my song. His views on birth control are wrong. I hate his guts and Flanders is his name. Today, Veterans Day is set aside to honor not just those who served in war, but also those who have served their nation in peace. This has been Radio Irregardless's History. This is Chris Gagne. You're listening to Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia on channel. Is there any channel? I missed up the Pizza Hut buffet just to do an internet radio show on a freaking Wednesday night. <laughs> and you're back at Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And on the phone with me still is Kenny Ramey. Uh, very funny comedian let's see it was tasteful and funny veterans love funny dirty ridiculous shit well i appreciate that it actually could have gone much worse so <laughs> as some of the other histories have been evident but uh you're listening with mark and kenny mark and kenny that uh, two of the south park characters really kenny ramey you can see him on facebook at kenny ramey and follow him on twitter he's at kj ram 87 is that the year you were born 87 uh, yes. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> one, one year after that Pontiac. Uh, but let's not do math. Let's play a game. Yeah, we're doing too much math. We're doing too much uh, fucking math. Let's play a game with Kenny Ramey called Foreign Offensive. <laughs> Can you Americans speak any other language than English? Now, for those of you who've never played this game before, it's a really interesting game, and I like to play games like that. So with Foreign Offensive, I'm going to play a sound clip of an actor trying to do a foreign accent, and it's usually a bad accent, and all you're going to do is guess the accent. Not the movie, not the actor, but just the accent. Now, here's the benefit, Kenny. You and I are speaking via Skype, so we're speaking almost instantaneously. And as I mentioned earlier... The listening audience is on a delay, so you have an advantage with time, but there are more of them, 
and if they jump in before you, then they win. So let's uh, let's try this. So are you ready to play? Oh, I am definitely ready. All right, let's do it. Here's the first one. Very quick. I find the Zohan. You not kill the Zohan. I killed the Zohan. Oh, yeah. No, that. you did not. I find him in America. I prove. Yeah, that's that's definitely Adam Sandler. And don't mess with the Zohan. Uh, no, that's not oh. Adam Sandler. It is Don't Mess with the Zohan, but it's Rob Schneider. And Jason got it with Arabic. Oh. Jason gets this. Me? See, <laughs> uh, And you get this. Didn't I say that? No, Eliza, you didn't say that. You didn't even say that. <laughs> Here you go. All right, so you're down one. This one's hard. It's a very, very tough reference, and it's a little longer. Here we go. Once again, I must have broke death. If you don't stop with that phonograph, right this minute, I'm going to go to the freeze department. That's the more better. <laughs> so fucking racist. All right, Jason <laughs> thinks it's French. Chris thinks it's Italian. What do you think it is? I have. Nope. I was going to say German, maybe. No. Oh, Anthony got it right. It's Japanese. Oh. Here's the really tough one, though. And Chris uh, Chris Gagney got it. Really tough. Where is it from? Who's doing it? Where is it from? It's really tough. I don't know. It's I've, I've never heard that sound clip before. It's very offensive. Well, you probably haven't because you're very young. That's from the movie Breakfast at Tiffany's. Oh. <laughs> no, it's not Jerry Lewis. It's Mr. Yunashi. Yunoshi or Mr. Yunashi. And it's Mickey. Yeah, Holly Go Lightly. It's Mickey Rooney. Oh, that, yep. I, yeah. I knew that was, so it's that Mickey Rooney, like Rooney with, the, uh, with the eye makeup, like slanted his eyes with the buck teeth. It was very, I mean, that's fucking, he might as well just wear a fucking blackface. <laughs> you know, it's like that bad. Mickey Rooney <laughs> fucking trying to be Japanese with its over the top fucking Japanese. So. Jason has got you twice. Oh, by the way, you get this. Nine. You get nothing. Okay. So that which is a that's a German. Nine. <laughs> that's giant. You get from <laughs> nothing. So you're down. Redeem yourself. Here's the third and last one. Here we go. Yekshamash. In Kazakhstan, the favorite hobbies are disco dancing, archery, rape, and table tennis. In America, there are many hobbies too. I find more. Chenkui. <laughs> is that like Arabic? Come on, really? He even said where he's from. Oh, I I can barely hear it. Play it again. Yekshamash. In Kazakhstan, the favorite hobbies are disco dancing, archery, rape, and table tennis. <laughs> In America, there are many hobbies too. I find more. Chenkui. Yeah. What is it? Kazakhstan. Okay, yeah. well, Anthony got it before you because he said Sasha Baron Cohen, and it's from the movie Borat. You know, I've actually I've never seen that movie. What? How can, really? I'm, I'm I'm not a I'm not a Sasha Baron Cohen fan. Oh, I am. Oh, he's I think he's very funny. Like I never saw that uh, thing on HBO or anything. It's just who gives a shit stand? <laughs> who gives a shit a stand? <laughs> It's it's actually a very funny movie. I mean, it's it's yeah. like shockingly funny. It's like the reality movie kind of thing. But you know something? Here's what we're going to do, Kenny. We're going to take our third and final break, and uh, we're going to get a clip of you in this last break. And also, um, when we come back, we're going to ask Kenny the three questions I ask of all my guests. Tell us about your first time, your best time, 
and your worst time. You are listening to Radio Regardless. We'll be right back. This is Ebenezer Scrooge, and if you're visiting Salem this holiday season, then come in and see me in Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol. This humorous interactive performance reanimates the Dickens classic. Experience A Christmas Carol with a twist on the Salem trolley as the holiday tale is brought to life. Go to SalemTrolley.com and click the special tours link. This is Ebenezer Scrooge wishing you all a humbug. Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. Huh? Anybody? Come on, I know you can hear me. Mike, 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 Mike. You know what today is? It's hump day. Woohoo! How happy are people listening to Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia? Happier than a person with a hump on their back. Listen live every Wednesday to Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia. Hump day! To leave a question or comment, call the Radio Irregardless hotline at 978-219-9294. Let me ask you guys a couple questions here. Um, why is it when you walk into a Dunkin' Donuts and they have the coffee ready, that's just good customer service? But when I walk into a liquor store and they have my box ready, I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. You know, I thought Tiffany was being a sweetheart when she ran my debit card before I walked in the door, but apparently that's not a good thing. Uh, <laughs> at least that's what the state of says. Um, you know, another question. Um, have you guys ever had Domino's call you at 2 p.m.? I had Domino's call me one time, and I was like, hey, what's going on? And they're like, hey, we haven't heard from you in a while. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a diet, and they laugh. Not like that. Hey, listen, I can lose weight. I can be fit. I can also use a pizza. And you're back at Radio Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And that was just a sampling, a little tiny sampling of uh, Kenny Ramey's stand-up. And I love that bit, man. I fucking totally love that. And you do this whole thing throughout about the debit card and stuff like that. It's so fucking funny, man. So funny. Yeah, it's actually, uh, that's actually one of my favorite jokes because you can just you know sprinkle it all back. You can... <laughs> do callbacks from it. It's, it. I like it. Yeah, it's fantastic, man. And, it's, uh, and uh, I actually just want to say this. Um, I'm, I got distracted because I was adding up all the scores. Um, and uh, you, you, you guys don't know this, but Kenny asked, um, is that the worst showing ever? And I went, well, no, three is about the worst you can get. So it's, <laughs> but because <laughs> the, my audience uh, smoked you completely with three to nothing yeah. You get this. Wrong, sir. Wrong. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. You get nothing. Three zip. Um, I, I've had audience members um, do just like that, too. So it's don't take it the wrong way. My audience is ruthless, and there's more of them than of you. It's just, you know, it's a numbers game. You're going to lose. You're going to lose it, man. You're going to lose it. So speaking of, let's not lose anymore. Let's talk about winning. Winning. Let's talk about some winning. Um, so I'm going to ask you the question I ask of all my guests. Please tell me and my lovely listening audience, 
about your first time, your best time, and your worst time in that order, please. Yeah. Um, well, I think the, the first time, you know, I did a couple of open mics at Rosario's um, to start off. But, like, the first, like, real show that I did was uh, at Drink, like a little nightclub up in Manchester, uh, New Hampshire, that uh, Louis Grizzly puts on. So that was my first time on stage, and it went pretty well. Yeah, been worse. You want you want yeah. tell us about that. You can explain yeah, well, a little bit. Yeah, it was a, it was good. Well, one drink is a a, a nightclub, um, which actually I think someone got shot or stabbed there over the summer. <laughs> that's, um, wait a minute. I'm which, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had to ask you to explain that. <laughs> that's like that's like the whole fucking story right there. Yeah, I, well, I had to pull that out of you. That, yeah, I, I was killing so hard. Uh, the, the audience decided to join in. They killed I beat there. you, Anthony. I beat you this time. Uh, you yeah. <laughs> yep, you, you beat him. Uh, no, well, it was actually. It was actually. I don't think they did comedy that night, but it was like a Friday. Yeah, someone mm. was on in the middle of the dance floor, grinding up on the wrong lady. Really, a gentleman decided to uh, shiv him or shank. Is what it shiv or shank? No, no, no. It's uh, technically uh, you use a shiv to shank. There you go. So we yeah. shanked him. I've got, good. I've got experience, and you know, <laughs> let's move on to your story, not mine. <laughs> yeah, you shank with a shiv. Do you mind if we dance with your dates? <laughs> Anybody get that reference? Except me and Anthony. Do you yeah, mind if we I dance with your dates? It's from it's from Animal House. Oh. It's when they went upstate and they listened to um, uh, Otis Day in the Nights. Anyway. <laughs> So so you wait a minute. So you d- you want to know something bad? I still haven't seen Animal House. Wow, fuck! Yep. Oh my god, finish your story so you can go to bed, you fucking youngster, you fucking <laughs> you fucking toddler. Because it's a rated uh, R movie, and I'm not allowed to see rated R movies. I saw PG-13, but I wasn't accompanied by adult. Finish your fucking story, fucking gang. <laughs> so you're at drink doing an open mic, and somebody got shivved. Shank. Yeah, well, this was yeah. It was it wasn't the same night as the comedy. It was uh, it was another night, but actually, uh, I don't think uh, I don't think they do the shows there anymore. <laughs> so uh, yeah, but it was uh, that was a good time. Um, a lot of my friends came out for that. Oh, good. Um, yeah, it was good support. So uh, you had, going up yeah, you had nice time. support. It was a good first experience, other than the stabbing. <laughs> so <laughs> now you've only been doing comedy a very short time, but. Um, Tell us about your best time thus far in your comedy career. Yeah, uh, I would actually there's I thought about this and uh, I'm going to say it was a tie. Actually, there was two shows that I did. Uh, I did one show down in uh, Rhode Island at the Comedy Connection. Mm -hmm. Awesome show. Great crowd. Um, Definitely got the response I was looking for for every joke. It just seemed like everything worked. and also a couple of weeks ago, I, or about a month ago, I did the, the Shaskeen in Manchester. And uh, that was actually the recording that you heard earlier. Yeah. Uh, that was from that night. And awesome show. Nick Lavalley does a great job up there. Yeah, that's a Wednesday night, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. They do a show every Wednesday night. Yeah, that's why yeah. I never have a chance to get up there. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I've heard nothing but good things. So yeah, it's, it's so the Comedy Connection, which I haven't played in forever ago. 
um, but great. And then the Shaskine, which I've heard nothing but good things. So now that we've heard about your first time, which was supportive and nice, and your best time, which really rewarded you, now tell us about your worst time on stage. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> I was shivved at a place called Drink. <laughs> yeah, it was uh... – yeah, I was. Uh, I did a show uh, out in. It was like Vermont. It was like right on the Vermont New Hampshire border. And when I got there, the place was packed. And I was like, "All right, this is gonna be a great show." And uh, the moment the host went up and started warming up the crowd, I I shit you not, everyone left. There was like three people left at the bar. Really? Yeah, we went from like having like thirty five people there. And they didn't realize, you know, 35, 40, the moment they started up, the people just one by one just got up. And by the time the host ended, you know, warming up the crowd, they were gone. And the three people that were left at the bar actually booed me. (laughs) Yeah. Like I took the mic out of the mic stand. I put the mic stand to the side. I was like, all right, how's everyone doing? And just boo, boo. I was like, all right. You mean you got (laughs) – I just found this soundbite recently. I think it's hysterical, and it's apropos for what you just told me. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm a stand-up comedian, and I suck. It's just beautiful. (laughs) I'm a stand-up comedian, and I suck. (laughs) That's actually from Bad Boys. I didn't know that. Tell me you – That movie I've seen. Okay, fuck it. I knew we'd hit one eventually. I knew we'd hit one eventually. Oh, so they fucking left you. They left you, and the ones that stayed fucking heckled you. <laughs> yep. And it was, uh, I was supposed to do like seven to eight minutes, and I think I finished up around three and a half, four. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't, normally in that situation, I would just be like, all right, you know, just finish the set and leave. But I was like, you know what? It's like a two hour drive home. Yeah. These people don't appreciate it. Fuck them. No, no, dude. You got to get the fuck out. I've always said that about comics. Comics like, you know, if they're going up there and it not just that the comic might be doing bad, but maybe the audience doesn't dig him or whatever or her, um, you know, they're on, they're doing their set and you know that you're supposed to do 10, but there's no fucking way you're going to get to 10. And and if you do, it's going to be a hard 10 and it's going to be ugly. Uh, My advice has always been to comics. Look, I know you're supposed to do 10. But if they don't buy you, do like seven or eight and then fucking jump and then go because you kill the rest of the show. Nobody's going to find three minutes. And I've known comics and some agents do this. They'll stay there with a stopwatch and they'll time you. But a lot of times they don't. They're talking about a difference. If you're supposed to do 20 and you do you do like 12. Or you do 15. If you cut five minutes out of the act, and I can see that if you're doing a longer set. But a short set, if you're fucking tanking it, jump off the fucking stage. It's different the higher you go up, like when you middle or close. um, If somebody says do 45, you got to. You got to do 45. And it doesn't matter how painful it is. You got to do it. But yeah, in yeah. Those, in you got to you got to yeah. up at that point. But yeah, this that night it was. Oh, I and had especially no if you're no problem. Yeah, yeah, you made the right call, especially in that yeah. situation, dude. I wouldn't have fucking done it either, and I wouldn't oh, have yeah. said, "Well, oh, it's a two-hour ride." Well. I slept well that night. It yeah, didn't, uh, I didn't lose any sleep over it. You just jump, man. Just fucking jump, <laughs> jump. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, it's, uh, a friend of mine actually asked me. 
the other day. He was like, you know, you know, what's it like, to, you know, doing stand-up comedy? And I was like, uh, I relate doing stand-up comedy to sex. You know, sometimes you drive an hour and a half round trip for a five-minute performance in the hopes that maybe someone will actually enjoy it. <laughs> and that night, I had no problem just cutting it short, being a little selfish, and getting out of there. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, when I drive two hours, I give 45 minutes worth of satisfaction. <laughs> well, you're a veteran. Well, You've built up the stamina. I, I've been doing it almost as long as you've been alive, my friend. That is a fucked up statistic right there. That is so weird. I actually said that last night. Nick, Nick, it's like, I mean, I, I meet a lot of the newer guys because of the showcase nights and the open mics because I go there to work out new stuff. Um, and But nobody knows, like nobody's really seen me do a long set, like a 45-minute set. Nobody's seen it. I mean, they might have seen me do a 10 or maybe even a 15, but nobody's seen me do a long set. So the weir the weirdest thing is, uh, you know, I'm there and everybody's like, oh, and they kind of treat me as one of theirs, which was weird last night because I'm, I'm looking at everybody going, I'm, I'm not in this group. Like, I like that you've <laughs> let me in this group, but I'm, you know, I'm the... I'm the yellow duck and you're all black ducks. That's it's and nobody says, Hey, he's a, no, like the black ducks are all colorblind, which is great. So, but no, I appreciate being in that circle and, and just, but it's so bizarre to go. I've been doing this for 25 years, which is fucked up. So, but speaking of doing it for 25 years, what do you got coming up? What do you got? What, uh, what's big coming up down the pike? So our listeners can uh, check you out, even if they're in, Miami or Tennessee. Or <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, on November 14th, uh, we're going to be, uh, Chris Gagney and I run a room in uh, Salem, New Hampshire at uh, JT, uh, JT's Tavern. Oh, my God. Uh, we're really? We're going to be doing a, a showcase uh, that starts at 9 p.m. We used to do and, comedy uh, there a long time ago. Yeah. It will, yeah, back when it was, uh, I think it was Maggie Mays at that point. Yeah. But yeah, great ownership. Uh, we've been doing it for about three months now, and uh, it's been really good. Really I'm, so, good I'm sorry, I stepped in. What night was that? I'm, I stepped on you a little bit. I don't want to. Yeah, uh, November fourteenth. It's a Saturday night. Yeah, and uh, we're gonna uh, we're gonna have a couple of guest spots, and then we're gonna have uh, Joe Flynn, and we're gonna have Nick uh, Lavalley mm -hmm. uh, finishing off the night. So it's nice. gonna be good. Nice. Anything else you got coming up? You want to let these people know where to find you? Which, yeah, of course, um, they can find I, you on yeah, Facebook. Him. Facebook What's at that? Kenny Ram. They can find you at Kenny Ramey on Facebook and at KJ Ram 87 on Twitter. That's how they can yeah. kind of follow you. But um, other than the 14th, what do you got coming up? Uh, yep. I'm going to be at uh, the Hilltop in Derry on uh, November 17th. Um, got a, I should have another show at the end of this month. Got to check the date again. I believe it's the 27th. Uh, I'm going to be down in uh, Rhode Island uh, at the Pub on Park. Now, do you uh, so. do you tweet your dates or put them on Facebook or anything like that? Oh yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. Good. Uh, flood the flood the internet with uh, with my dates. <laughs> flood the interweb. <laughs> yep. Flood the interweb. So that's how you can find out where Kenny is. And uh, Kenny, I don't know if we got anything uh, coming together in a little bit, but. Um, 
it uh, it'd be good to hang out with you again, man. It's a lot of fun working with you. Um, you're going to do some amazing, amazing stuff. You're just going to get stronger and stronger. And, you know, another 25 years when I'm dead, you'll have my job. So no, yep. <laughs> actually, you might be gunning for me quicker than that. So I got to stay on my toes. So uh, so thanks for being a part of the show, Kenny. Uh, it's It's been great having you, man. Uh, I'm just giving. There we go. I got to find the bumper. Uh, it's been great having you, man, and I know I'll uh, I'll see you around. And uh, if not, uh, I'm sure we'll bump into each other in 2016. But it's been great having you on the show, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, awesome, man. I really appreciate you having me on. All right. Kenny Ramey, everybody. Kenny, we'll talk to you soon, my friend. All right, man. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. That was Kenny Ramey. Very funny guy. And the audience goes mental for him. Mental. There they go. Uh, so that was, uh, that's been a fun show, man. And Kenny's fucking 86 Pontiac Firebird. Fuck. See how, how old I am when I, I got stuck in that car and I kind of drifted away. I went, oh, it's 86. I was doing that in 86. And, uh, Chris got me. Woo, woot, woot. What's that quit cute? I don't know what that is. So. So, ladies and gentlemen, we have been running a little bit late because that's my fault. I've been playing a little bit too much. But I want to tell you where I'm going to be because there's some bad news. We're not going to be on next week. No, we have a two-week layover, hangover, whatever it's going to be. But this weekend, Friday, uh, November 6th, I'll be at the Kowloon doing a single night there, uh, which is fun. I always love the Kowloon. And then Saturday night... I and my lovely bride are going to be doing, we did this last year, but it was earlier in the year. It's Salem's Best Chef Competition, where they get a bunch of chefs together, almost like the show Chopped, but we can't say it's Chopped. It's kind of like that show on a certain food channel. So, uh, but Salem chefs, they uh, from restaurants in Salem, and they compete and they're judged. And uh, last year it was a lot of fun. Food was amazing. I didn't get any of it because they only make it for the judges, which sucks completely. But that's going to be a lot of fun. So if you're in Salem, Mass this week and you want to do that, you should come in. It's fantastic. Get samples from tons of different restaurants all the way around, and it's <clears throat> it's a ton of fun. Uh, on Monday, I'll be doing a corporate murder mystery in Ashburnham, Mass. And I'm bragging about my corporate gigs now because that's what's taking up time. And then next Wednesday, 11-11, Veterans Day, I will be doing a corporate team building event in uh, Fort Worth, Texas. And uh, I miss going to Texas. I actually I, I want to retire in Texas as soon as I get enough money and I can afford all the guns that they make you have. I'm going to live in Texas. And then uh, 11-12, which is the Thursday, I'll be at the Tupelo Music Hall doing a fundraiser up there in Londonary, Hampshire. And then to cap off the weekend at Ames Memorial Hall in Easton doing a huge fundraiser with Krista Weiss, I believe. Um, and I've never worked with her, but I hear very good things. And I know that uh, it's it's going to be a really fun thing. And it's for a very good cause. So... So that's what we're going to be. So no guest in two weeks. We'll be back in two weeks. But if you want to be a sponsor or a guest, leave a question or comment, email the show, radioregardless at gmail.com. Call me, 978-219-9294. In two weeks, we'll have Andy Lester, comedian. But again, November 18th, we'll be back. Guys, we'll see you in two weeks. Enjoy. This has been Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia, your non-standard blend of irrespective listening and regardless enjoying. Radio Irregardless was written, directed, and produced by Mark Scalia and broadcast live via Mixler.com. I'd like to thank my on-air guests as well as all the online listeners for their comments. 
The Radio Irregardless theme, If Only I Had a Pen, was written and composed by Derek Dupuis. All material and content property of MS Enterprises and copyrighted 2015. Listen to previously aired episodes of Radio Irregardless by downloading from iTunes. Thank you for listening. <laughs>